Welcome to the 40th episode of Tapped In with Tony. And today's guest was actually featured on episode seven, and he's back again, coming fresh off of his uh, debut album, 544. Jewel Anthony joins the show. Well, well, joins, rejoins the show. Thank you for coming back again. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, man, uh, you've been uh, up to a lot. uh, So talk about that. From when we last met to today, what you got? What you've been up to? Oh man, I've been up to a lot. Um, I've been going through a lot of things personally, and I wanted to kind of go on a long reformation journey with um, the Lord. And I feel a lot more rejuvenated. And on top of all that, um, I was working on my debut album. I was producing most of the tracks on there. Um, I co-produced a couple of them. I didn't do everything myself, but of course, I wrote everything. Um, I mixed and mastered everything. And yeah, man, I'm also part of the Sync uh, Residuals group. And they're constantly trying to get their music placed on TV and film projects. And we're constantly trying to make music for like certain briefs that a lot of these music supervisors try to put out and send to us. And I'm feeling very blessed, man. There's a lot of opportunities coming my way. Oh, yeah, man. You've been putting in that work. And I noticed mm-hmm. that you said you took a little bit of time away. Sometimes you got to do that as a creator. You work sure, hard, sure. you take some time for respite, and then you just come right back at it again. Oh, yeah. No and um, speaking of your album, what led you to name the album 544? Man, so I just love that verse. And it kind of hit my soul right when I read it. And it was like, I read it in the neighborhood probably like three, four years ago. It was a while back and I actually have a tattoo of it. I don't know if you can see it. I need to, yeah. So this is ASL for I Love You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's on my arm right there. And on the fingers, it says 544. Four. And mm-hmm. that actually says, love your enemies and pray for the ones who persecute you. And yeah, that really hit home, like I said before. Um, it's very tough to do that in this day and age, especially when you have a lot of people that are just like feeling some type of way and acting a fool when they're not getting their way. But, you know, at the end of the day, we need to love. And, you know, if we do the opposite, that's only going to add fuel to the fire. So if we just like love, they're going to be like, oh, man, this guy's different. I might as well stay away. I think God's working with them. Yeah, no, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> so I feel that it's the way to go. And just about everything I'm reading from the Bible is you know, very helpful. That's dope, cool, man. man. Like Matthew 5, 4, 4. Yeah, man. Love your enemies, and um, love is all we need. Like by Mary, like Mary J. Blige said, love is oh, yeah, all yeah. we need. Love yeah. works. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. So uh, take me through uh, uh, some of your albums. I know you said, talked about DOSM. What does that stand for? You worked oh. with uh, Sifo and Stephen A.D. on I knew you were going to mention that. Yeah, I haven't really explained it yet, but it's actually, it stands for Death of Satan Music. I knew what I wanted to do right when I heard that beat. When I made it, I was like, man, D.O.S. Sam, we don't let him work. Man, something about that drill beat, that just gets me just like dancing, man. Man, I feel like I'm in a different galaxy hearing those kinds of beats. When I kind of flipped around a couple of those samples and when I laid those drill trap drums down man it just felt good and yeah it there's no better feeling to than if you actually know what you want to write like the worst feeling that's creative is kind of having that writer's block or beat block but man i knew what i wanted to do in an instant 
And, you know, I, I got to thank God because, yeah, usually when I'm like praying, I got to do this a lot more often. But when I pray before I create something, it definitely helps. And I just have those creative juices flowing a lot better. That's amazing. Death yeah. of Satan music. And you used it. A Christian rap artist using trap beats to make a good track. That's yeah. that, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. And uh, you work with um, Knowledge versus Ignorance with Mark and Seal and Rebecca Neal. Tell me a little bit about that one. I know that that was in three different languages. It's in three different languages, yeah. I do a little Spanglish. And Arkansas, he's actually from Chad. And he moved over here about three years back. He goes to my church, which is like walking distance from me. I'm thanking God every day that I can have a great community to interact with over there. And yeah, it's just a major blessing just being a part of that whole church right there. And yeah, Rebecca actually goes to the church as well. And yeah, we all decided to kind of collaborate on this track. I made a little beat for him. Um, I didn't really have like a reference track. I was just going with what I was feeling and I laid it down and the rest is history. Nice, nice. Yeah. Another banger, man. Like, yeah, man. You never know who you meet along the way. Like you yeah. met people who were in your church. You guys put together another banger of a track. And I wanted to touch a little bit more on that. This isn't the first track that you've had some sort of Spanish influence with. You oh, yeah, not the first. Ganado, even though this is not on the LP, or you can talk about Ganado. Yeah, Ganado, yeah. Um, I was actually in Florida filming the music video for that, and we were all together just like coming up with some lyrics. And man, it was funny. I was with this artist named Annalisa. She's very solid and great individual. Uh, mad respect to her. Um, she was trying to get me to pronounce a lot of things right. Um, and then she was like, man, my my grandma is going to like, yeah, she's going to get you right. She's very strict. And yeah, man, I, I can't imagine if I were actually around like a fluent speaker. I don't know if she's fluent, but she, she was actually from her voice. You can tell that she's probably fluent, but I need to ask her that. But yeah, man, uh, that whole process was cool. Um, that was my first time in Florida last year. Um, actually, the second visit was when I shot the music video. I visited Florida uh, two times, and it was down in Fort Lauderdale, and we shot the whole video, and I climbed the basketball hoop. Um, yeah, everybody thought I was going to die, but I was like, man, God gave me the strength. I was, <laughs> I'm like, man, we can do all things through him, and what do you know, I got up on there. And yeah, I mean, thankfully I didn't weigh that much because I'm sure that basketball hoop has a limitation when it comes to the weight. I'm only 180 and yeah, man, I just felt pretty good. And when I was like moving, I still got a lot, a little scared. Um, so I kind of tried to keep it at a limit, but yeah, man, it all looked clean and I'm very blessed. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, talk about a finest heaven with R&B June. That kind of reminded me of like a Jay Dilla track. Yeah, man. Um, that's kind of the first little soul hip-hop beat I kind of made. Um, I made that actually back in 2021, and I actually modified it right before my release of the album. And yeah, it came out a lot better. Ever since um, that time in 2021, I was kind of trying to refine my skills, and I wanted to try to enhance my ability a little bit more. And I'm glad that I kind of took that step back and decided to, you know, get some other opinions about my mixing. Uh, some people were thinking like it wasn't at the forefront, 
of everything and it was a little erratic sometimes and you know here in the back in hindsight they were right and that's the main thing you want to have in this industry you don't want to be around all yes men um you want to be interacting with those people who will get you right um you want to have a lot of these individuals who will give you that constructive criticism but not to the point where they're harsh with it because you know there's a fine line with that but yeah, man, all in all, I'm just very blessed that I kind of got that advice from those individuals who I was kind of working with. And those people were in Florida. They were actually on the song with me on Ganando. And yeah, they got me right. And they were just saying, yeah, man, I mean, you can improve your music is good. But yeah, this can be a lot better. And, you know, I'm glad they mentioned that. And you got to be willing to take that criticism. When I first started this game, it was crazy. I always got kind of sensitive. And, you know, that's a little common, especially in this industry here, because we put our blood, sweat and tears in just about all of these songs that we make. If you're genuinely in it to, you know, actually change a life like I'm doing right now, I want to essentially change a life in my music. But, man, um, it's very easy to get sensitive. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I kind of, you know, hear a little hate, I'm like, oh, like, what's this guy got against me? What, what's going on here? Like, I want to get to the bottom of it, but at the same time, I'm like, no, nah, let me back off. Let me just pray for them, and the rest will be in the hands of the Lord. So, yeah, like, at the end of the day, we need to be cool about it. And, you know, the only way to do this is to succeed. The best revenge is to succeed. So, yeah, Absolutely. man, I'm just going to keep on doing my thing, apply that pressure. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. even we can be our own worst critics sometimes. Oh, big time, yeah. yeah. Actually, a couple of my artists on the project, they had to kind of fight through that a little bit. I'm like, no, nah, man, this is like the best verse on like this song. No, nah, man, like, yo, you got to chill, man. You're cool. And then I ran it by a couple of my other friends, and they were like, man, this is the best verse on, on the whole song. Like, don't sweat it. This guy, yeah, man, like, you know, the devil's going to try to get to us especially when we're rolling with the Lord a lot more often. Um, I, I will say this, and I, I can attest to, um, if you constantly just try to get closer to him, the devil's going to work. I mean, I wouldn't say just as hard, but he's going to work harder than he usually does. Gotcha. Yeah. And I noticed that thing with the two, uh, it looks like you got to have a little bit of a friendly competition there. Oh, yeah. With, oh, with Kings the of lyrics. Like, no, my son, my lyric is good. No, mine is. There's, oh, yeah. Every now and then, it's, it's good, like, a little bit of sometimes you'll get that yeah. Ren, Eminem renegade. You'll yeah. get that. I mean, no, we were just, like, all admitting, like, oh, this is probably the verse right here. I mean, I'm kind of like, okay, let me get your – or let me have you get the shine on this track. I mean, I'm a producer. I, I consider myself more of a producer than an artist. Um, and I'm just – I just want to have people win. Everybody in my circle, I want them to win. So – yeah, man, it's just, it's it's awesome to, you know, be like that and be around those people who want to be, um, yeah, they just want to be, what's the word I'm looking for? They want to be very helpful and they want to see you succeed. They don't always treat it as competition. But like you said, I mean, a friendly competition every once in a while ain't a bad thing. It's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking about some more albums of the, uh, speaking of which, uh, talk about, Make it with O.E. Bangers and A. Charles. And this isn't your first, these aren't your first tracks you've done with A. Charles. Yeah, no, no. We we had a lot more actually get sent out to Spotify, iTunes, etc. 
Um, Van Gogh Colors, best of me. We talked about that in the last episode. Um, but yeah, make it, man. Actually, that's not his natural voice. That'd be kind of cool if it was. I manipulated his voice a little bit on a sampler, and then I kind of pitched it up on like the second part of the hook. And I was like, man. And he sent that to me a cappella. Yeah, and I just kind of built the beat around that. Usually, I kind of have like a premise of drums, keys, and like certain soundscapes, not like a vocal. So that was, mm, excuse me, a little different for me. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, you also made art uh, songs with Case Henderson and yeah. Meryl Thomas, No Yesterday, and David. So uh, talk about those two tracks. Yeah, man, I'm surprised nobody said this yet, but I think No Yesterday, probably because it's not really um, in my genre. I'm primarily about like hip hop, Christian hip hop, R&B, but yeah, I consider No Yesterday as more of like a pop type of EDM joint. And like, I, I kind of heard that. I was playing around with like some samples. I was drumming to the beat that was laid down. And man, I, I think that's my favorite one out of everything. If you want me to be honest. Yeah, like I'm just one for a dynamic song. I, I love a track to be dynamic. And man, one track that comes to mind is phil collins like in the air tonight because oh, yeah. it starts so slow but it gradually builds up and it kind of like keeps you guessing like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah and, you know i like to kind of start slow sometimes and then build up and then i like to go zero to 100 100 to zero <laughs> and mm -hmm. then i like to kind of trick people like that and i feel like no yesterday definitely kind of gives you that feel and I don't know, that bass pattern that I laid down, too, it was just like, oh, man. I always like that little wobble and, like, a little fluctuating type of pattern. Mm -hmm. And, man, I was just like, this is hitting me. Like, this is hitting my soul. I'm sure this will touch a lot of other souls, too. And, you know, No Yesterday actually comes from a verse I read, and it was Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. It says, don't be fixated on the past for he's doing a new thing. So I'm just like, man, the past can be even a second ago. It can be years ago, it can be like a month ago, it can be yesterday, it can be just like an hour ago, man. You gotta see things as, okay, like that's that's old news. You gotta keep looking forward and live in the moment. And live in the moment, yes. Yeah, that's man. really great advice. And I, uh, I agree with that whole like switching the beat up. I listen to a couple songs, like there's a song by, uh, electro pop group tuxedo who's got like who's got funk influences from the 70s 80s okay. they did a song called do your own thing switch the beat up around a minute and a half into the song it turned into some real funky throw on the roller skates and dance type stuff yeah it's crazy you mentioned that because i was trying to shoot a video for no yesterday i'm just trying to scope out like a couple different videographers but man when i was like closing my eyes jamming out to the track I was like, man, I picture us like rollerblading and go to a skating rink <laughs> with like some disco lights. And man, I just want to like dance with the rollerblades on. But man, I know this dancer. And I was trying to ask him, do you know how to dance with rollerblades? He's like, nah, man. And he's like really good. So I'm guessing this is very hard. So I'm going to, I was like thinking about trying to do it myself. But like if he can't do it that well, I'm not going to try it because I wouldn't consider myself a dancer. Um, I do kind of, 
you know, improvise every once in a while, but sometimes it'd be looking like I had two left feet. So <laughs> I, don't I know, know how that's going to play man. out with me in road blaze. <laughs> <laughs> they say the Lord blesses us with different talents. Hey, man, you never know. I could just be like Michael Jackson on those rollerblazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you never know. So Bounce I definitely want to try that out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yep. And um, talk about the other four out. I, I know you mentioned 544 was the verse. Uh, talk about the uh, that so as a song. Oh, as a song. Okay, yeah, I was just kind of expanding on that verse a little bit more. Like, you know, we're tempted to, you know, get very physical and fight fire with fire. But in hindsight, whenever I was doing that, I kind of explained this in the first verse. When I was really getting tempted and angry at these people who kind of got angry with me, it never ended well. Mm. So, yeah, that's why I'm saying, man, we just got to love in the face of that hate. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. sometimes you, you it's really tempting to just want to just throw hands. Yeah, and not sure. It's oh, like yeah. drinking poison and expecting your enemy to die. Mm. But when you're right. out, you're killing yourself. Mm. There you go. Yep. And um, mm. we talked about faith talk and without you. Talk about those. Yeah, faith talk, man. Um, I listened to this podcast, Transformation Church. I kind of fell off of that a little bit, but I still respect what Michael Todd and all them are doing. But man, they had like this little song. It was called Faith Talk. And they just kept on saying, like, I'm going to pay my bills. That's my faith talk. Hey. And then they just keep on like being positive with it, too. Mm -hmm. it, it was awesome. Like, I'm going to praise the Lord. That's my faith talk. I'm going to get this job. That's my faith talk. They didn't really rhyme with it, but I still felt it. That's yeah. what good music can do. You don't really got to rhyme throughout the whole song, but like if you have the right instrumentation and the right you know, message, then it's going to hit home. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, anyway, man, I digress a little bit. Um, faith talk, yeah, I just wanted to really explain like my faith in the Lord. And you know, it's one thing to have the mental acknowledgement of the Lord. I mean, Satan can have that mental acknowledgement, but true faith comes from actually trusting him. And I was looking this up a little bit ago, but essentia faith, that's that mental acknowledgement that I talked about. Fiducia faith is actually trusting the Lord, like yielding to him, praying that he can get things sorted out. It's essentially his plan that, you know, conquers all plans in the human heart and in the mind. I read that in Proverbs 19.21. But yeah, man, we just need to yield to the Lord as much as possible. And I never really feel all that good just going by my own plan and understanding. Sometimes it kind of backfires. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to warn a lot of people about that. The truth needs to get out there. And, you know, they say that the truth hurts. And it hurt me a little bit, but I'm glad that I got exposed to that a lot more. And since the last time I talked with you, I got exposed to a lot more truth. And it's all thanks to the Lord leading me to the right group of people at this church over here, man. They really know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. say, you got to write your plans in pencil because God yeah. will take that, erase it, and they'll be plans. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. His yeah. is going to be in permanent marker. Ours, yeah. We can take the pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talk about Doubt and Rejection. I believe that's one of the last tracks on there. Yeah, data rejection, man. Um, so I ran this by my producer. I I kind of started off with a little soundscape. 
and then he added the drums and bass over kind of like the fluctuating sounds I had at the end of it. That kind of goes like, that was my part that I added. And then I kind of had like a little synth going on towards the end too. But man, I'm just glad that I collaborated with him. That's the thing with music, especially when you first start out, you need to collab frequently. Uh, back in the day, I was very prideful and I was like, man, I got to do this on myself. I can't trust these cats around here. Like I was very bitter. I kind of had that Pharisee swag, so to say. I was like, nah, I can't trust you, man. I don't know about you. But man, it, it's awesome because this producer, Owe Bangers, he's the one who co-produced that in Rejection. Um, he really loves the Lord, too. He's a fellow disciple. He's constantly reciting scripture. And man, he just loves to laugh he loves to just make music he loves the whole game so i finally can say that i found myself a good producer to work with that's amazing yeah man it's, it's really hard to take on all this myself and i'm <laughs> glad i'm just like okay let me put my pride aside and just like get some help and that's what with my whole producing or production group they they're very skillful in certain aspects of the game i have like a saxophone player i read this by you a little bit ago but the sax player in our group he actually worked with genuine yeah man so that's what i'm saying all it takes is one connection like you never know the person that you cross paths with on the street they can know jay-z that's why you gotta stay interacting and connecting with people you know build that long-term relationship with them so that it can all solidify and that you can like build that relationship to the point where you really don't want to like stop doing what you want to do. And, you know, I feel that way with my producer I have right now because I met him. I feel like I, I can't stop this. I can probably do this until I'm like 80 years old, <laughs> probably until the grave more likely than not. I love it that much. And it just like really helps that you have that extra motivation. And yeah, man, I, I never really felt this way when I was trying to do everything myself. So my um, my advice to anybody who's viewing this, you know, collaborate left and right. If you're creative, collaborate as much as possible. Absolutely. I agree. And I've done some collaborations myself doing video stuff for high school sports. I've worked mm -hmm. with people from, I worked with a guy named Lamar from Sky High Sports, Chris, the creator, collaborating with it makes it fun. Like when you're doing it by yourself, it's temporary joy. But when you're doing yeah. it, helping out others, you know, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't. And they would say when you do something, you really, really love something, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm. Yep. And um, talk about how, how was it to be able to see your face on the billboards in New York? Ooh. I had a pure album dropping. It's crazy, man. I thought I was looking around for advertisements on Instagram. I was looking up certain people who can like get my name out there a little bit more. And it wasn't a bad price. Um, $125 to get my face and the project on the billboard. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take that. And the dude was very cool, very responsive. And man, it's crazy because I used to visit family over there in New York. And I used to kind of go out to Times Square just to you know, kind of get a dose of the city and the vibe and everything. And it's just crazy. That was a good decade ago. I haven't been to New York since I was like 16, 17, since I got out of high school. But now I'm on a billboard. And I, the thing is, I can request to have them put it back up, too, in case if I want a picture over there. Yeah, that's 
that's a cool thing. I might need that too because I had one cat actually accuse me of lying about that. And I mean, I'm not like shocked. I was like, okay, you know, the more attention, the more love I'm going to get, the more hate I'm probably going to receive as well. And there was a guy I was kind of cool with that kind of sent me that hate, but I'm like, ah, man, it's, you're probably just projecting this cool. I'm just going to pray for you. But man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed that it all happened. And I'm expecting a lot more hate. And it's cool because Jesus was hated before us, as they say in uh, John 15, 18. It says, I was hated before you were hated. So I was like, when I when I read that, I'm like, man, it's, it's cool. If they throw me that backlash, I got to just act like a G. Shows you're winning. <laughs> I just got to shrug it off. Yeah. Shows you're winning when you receive backlash. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, they, a lot of people in the industry say this, like, if... If you don't have haters, you're not doing anything right. I find that to be true because when I was kind of first starting out, I didn't really have that hate. And now that I'm kind of like getting up there a little bit more, I kind of noticed it a little bit more. Yeah. The yeah. amount of winning you guys are doing is putting Charlie Sheen to shame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and especially have your face on the billboard in New York, the mecca of hip hop. That's huge because New York... Yeah. That 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 shows that's that audience there. Yeah, some cats in New York they'll probably be like, "Let me see what this is about," and then that'll get more streams because it's all it takes, like you said, a little publicity, and then just you just grow from there. Yeah, hopefully it's good publicity. But they say any publicity is good publicity. I I don't know if I agree with that. What do you think about that? Honestly, if is it's good publicity, it's good. But if it's not good publicity, you know, yeah. Like if you're, I forgot what that one movie was called, but if you get your tongue stuck to like a frozen pool and people just take snapshots of you, that's, that's not it, good publicity. It was a Cleveland-based movie, A Christmas Story. Christmas Story, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dang. Yep, ironically. Like I'm that, always going to remember that scene. <laughs> yep, ironically that was based in Cleveland. Well, it was filmed in Cleveland, but I think it was based in Canada or something. Okay, okay. But um, talking about that, I believe you said at the earlier uh, earlier that you were looking to get you were working with producer to get your music in movies and TV and commercials and stuff like that. Talking yeah, about that. Um, so I recently got I just uh, I don't think I got accepted yet, but my producer and I sent off a track that we did to the supervisor. I'm not sure what the project's going to be about, but that's the thing, and it really keeps me wondering and guessing and i'm like wanting to work a lot more too because of that i don't know what kind of project they want to do but they're just kind of saying sorry man i just had something to eat i'm just trying to digest everything okay but yeah man you're all good man you're all good (laughs) (laughs) but hey bro yeah man it's 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 cool um they kind of give you a little brief and they're a little mysterious with it but the thing is they kind of ask you about the genre can you make this genre of music and can you do this and that? We need this. And like an R&B singer to sing over like a neo-soul type beat. They ask for that, but they don't ever like disclose to you like what kind of project they're working on, so to say. At least not all the time. And that's that's cool. It's very cool. And the thing is with my producer, he knows a lot of these people and he already has that credibility. He has a lot of those credits. He's been placed on MLB. NBA, Tyler Perry. I'm just blessed. It's really all about who you know and 
Yeah, I know I haven't gotten a placement yet, but I actually know somebody who's very successful in the industry, and he has that proof as well. It's one thing to say, like, oh, yeah, I did this and that, but he's also showing that proof. Uh, that makes me feel a lot better. And I had to invest most of my bank account into that producer. Like, it's almost drained right now, but I got to walk by faith, not by sight, and just yep. trust the Lord. Yeah, man. Bet on yourself, because you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... With that, what uh future projects or what are future projects or any concerts have you got down the line? Because we're already halfway through 2023. So yeah, what do we have in store ahead? I'm trying to charge my phone right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna yeah. Oh geez. There we go. Here, I'm just gonna hold it right now. But yeah, man, um, I'm trying to book a few different performances, do some open mics. Um, I'm trying to go out to this distillery uh, September around Cincinnati. We're going to all perform. We're getting some publicity about that right now. Um, And funny thing, I'm actually trying to do a little show at my high school reunion. That should be interesting. Yeah, because honestly, man, I mean, I did have a few friends from high school, but all in all, I did not like the experience. And the graduating class, though, was 700 people. So imagine, yeah. And if all of those individuals bring somebody, like I'm gonna be performing in in front of like a good thousand people, easy. Wow. But I'm not gonna do it myself. I wanna have like the whole album crew come through and just perform and give these people a good show. But yeah, man, I'm looking to do that. We're kind of organizing a show over there right now. And I'm just gonna see what the Lord has in store. That's that, that's dope, man. That, yeah. That's really amazing. The getting to perform at your high school reunion, yeah, like that Drake Drake said in uh, Pound Cake. My high school reunion may be worth an appearance. Worth an appearance, yeah, I'm man. I, that that lyric has always been on my mind. I'm just go like, through oh, security man. clearance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be humble out here, but oh man, I don't know. I'll just probably be like, hey, man. You have to shed me. <laughs> <laughs> that that's amazing, man. It, it just shows how much you've grown as an artist. Because I listened to a couple of your earlier tracks, the day ones, which believe it or not was my alarm that that woke me up. My alarm for my mm-hmm. phone. It, it's a good track. Don't get me wrong. I actually like it. But you, oh, I still really like it too. Yeah, the thing with uh, my old stuff, like the quality, I'm a. I'm kind of a stickler on quality because back in the day, uh, I kind of got a little criticism about that and that kind of woke me up. Um, the person at the radio station I was trying to submit to, they were like, eh, I mean, we're not really feeling this. And they were mentioning quality at first. I felt like I had the message. Um, but the main thing is, man, I didn't have God at the forefront of any of this like back in the day. And that's the key thing you want to do with anything. You want to have God at that forefront. He needs to be the rock. And anything else is going to be like sand. They mentioned this in the book of Matthew in the parable, like when um, the waters were crashing over this house built on sand, it all crashed and it like went to rubble. But the house that was built on the rock, it was still standing. Amen to that. Joel, thank you for coming back on Tapped In with Tony to talk about your album. No doubt. And uh, definitely, uh, definitely listen to 544. It's on his Spotify. And I probably should have let you say that. You're the artist. 
Oh no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you can listen to Tapped In with Tony on Spotify and wherever streaming podcasts are streaming. And thank you again for coming on, and um, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Peace out, fam. <laughs>